Aloha and welcome to another episode. Here we go again. The Rainbow Wrap-Up Weekly coming to you for a solid, I don't know, six, seven weeks. I don't know. Maybe I'm getting ahead of myself. It's going to be for probably a long time because I know this is what is in my head all the time since I was a little kid. And, and as well as the two that I have with me on this program. And that's the thing when you are have something rooted in you as a kid it's hard for you to ever stop thinking about it and have love and passion for it and never expect anything in return that's that's the kind of fans that we are but with that being said i bring on once again lao lao head brother shang agno what's going on brother hey, what's up uh, what's up brother? Well, again thanks for having me thanks for always including me of course. You know that uh, we always look forward to this time, game week, uh, big game coming up, but we'll dive into that a little more later. Man, so much coming up. And I know that's something on the mind of one Sean Iman, brother Sean. <laughs> how are you tonight? Great, Wayne. Um, aloha to everyone out there except Governor David Ige. That's, <laughs> that's how we're doing it today. Yeah, and yeah, indefinitely. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> So, I mean, today's announcement, because we're, we're doing this on Friday, which is kind of good that we waited a little while and I needed a mental health break and still probably need one. But, you know, what? we need to forge ahead because we have breaking fresh news and Governor Ige did extend um, his emergency proclamation that uh, another 60 days, which goes to November 30th now, which would be the entirety of all the home games. Um. But Shane, I mean, what, 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 what is your first thoughts when you, when you saw that? <sighs> well, you know, me had to work all day, but as a cable guy, when I'm in the customer's house, we, I turn it to that thing. And I was just catching bits and pieces, but just to, then catching up later, reading the article and listening to the sports animals talk about it because all of us Hawaii fans, it doesn't make any, it makes no sense. And when I watched the interview with him and Dashevsky, he didn't answer the question. He keeps avoiding the question or he just keeps repeating his same old whatever he's repeating. And it's like, oh, I just give up, you know, I just I'm going to use my energy and just focus it on the team already because mm-hmm. the team needs us so much. And mm-hmm. this, I know it's like people have those uh, conspiracy theories, like Ige has a personal vendetta against the, the program, but it, to me, it's starting to seem like that's the truth or something. It's like, what does he have against, against the school? I just, I wish I could have more inside scoops you know it's just like it's not making sense john oh man where (laughs) where do we start yeah it's like so upsetting it's like he just should just wear a shirt that says no (laughs) i mean we're the only school in the country not allowed to have fans and his reasoning doesn't make sense it if it made sense I'd be able to handle it, but you know, vaccinated fans should be able to, to watch the game, starting with the parents. And it's, it's 
I don't know. It's, I it it doesn't make any sense, and that's the that's the thing that I have a hard time with. It it doesn't make sense. Yeah, I mean, I well. So when we say okay, Ige, why can people go into bars? Why can people go to luau's? Like, that's what we're saying. Well, that's why we're saying it doesn't make sense. First of all, because there are already clearly events with a lot of people that are or people in close quarters at least. Um, so it's not like it's not already happening on the same island that the stadium is on. Um, so that doesn't make sense. But I, in terms of Ige and politics, it, yes, Hawaii is full of politics from every, from Ige down to the University of Hawaii, down to the athletic department, because that's how Hawaii state government is run. That's how government politics is run. That's how our bureaucracy is run in Hawaii in every department, it seems like. I mean, unemployment guy, like, literally quit his job. So, I mean, like, you know, but certain people wouldn't quit. I mean, the unemployment guy is not getting paid what other state agencies are getting paid. Um, and that's the thing uh, when it comes to the stewardship of this program and, the, and, and how this program, and this is something I've been talking about since the beginning, that we've been doing this program, is how this program fits into Hawaiian society everyday life. If it's not important, it's not important. And Ige is saying it's not important. And not enough people are saying that it is, honestly. And mm. that's why he's winning. And Scott Psyche today, so we'll, we'll point that out because I had discussion with UH people who believe that it's a vendetta against green, <clears throat> which makes more sense. The UH thing, I, UH just isn't important enough. Sorry, they're just not. They're just not a player. Like, it's a higher thing, but UH doesn't have enough clout. Like, they're just, they just don't. And that's why it's embarrassing. And that's why the fans need to really do something. And that's why well, that's what we're doing right now, which is more. Um, but when it comes to that vendetta, Ige and Green, Green already said, right? He, he basically came out in support of, or not basically, did come out in support of having fans at the games. And if you go look at Ige versus Green, so Green is also a Democrat, so when we talk about Democrats in Hawaii and Republicans, like, okay, I'm not going to talk about the Republican Party, but I was a member of both. And I've now I quit, would not want to be a member of either, but that's what happens in a two-party America that we live in. Unfortunately, in Hawaii, the two-party doesn't work. So they just put the two people or several factions within the Democratic Party. And if you're out of line with the main faction, guess which one is the main faction? He happens to be the governor who, let's remember was installed after Abercrombie. Abercrombie was outside, kind of he was an outsider Democrat. He called a special session in 2013 for same-sex marriage, which made everybody mad. Um, and then, you know, we passed that bill, but other, you know, and that was, I mean, people were like really spoiled because they got rid of Abercrombie. And then that's what, that's what you get when you put an e-game. Because Abercrombie definitely wasn't perfect, but <clears throat> he had enough wherewithal um, for sure to have UH football be important because he was a UH guy. So that's what people get. That's another thing that, you know, we lost out on. And I'm, I don't mean to at all be here spouting off for Abercrombie, but I'm saying like, this is a, this is an issue in Hawaii. This is, people have to see context. People can be angry. And I, I think people should be angry, but being, sending tweets to the governor, it's shocking to people, but 
he doesn't look at them and doesn't mm-hmm. care. Um, that's not how movements are created or started. Um, they're done usually in person. So um, you, if you get my hint, if we talked about this last week, and I said this, I said this on a show about protesting because I was the one who was, was someone who was a part of one when we had to get out of rid of someone else who was incompetent within the department. Um, but at the end of the day, we as Hawaii, are we opposing Ige enough? Can we? Do we have the clout anymore as UH football fans? Because it, it, we can, the media can make it seem that way because, of course, the media is going to be pro-UH. The media is UH people. Sports people are all UH people. It's like they're all pro-UH people, obviously, which is great. I mean, um, but at the end of the day, they're not, they're, they're going to, they're gonna, of course, amplify this. But the everyday person in Hawaii, I don't think a lot of them care anymore. Mm-hmm. And I talked about this. It was one of the first things we talked about, Shane, when we, when we first went on together. And I said, when we talked to about um, <clears throat> the kind um, Osorio, who was on the Mauna, and she was like, and her and I had an interaction on Facebook about, um, maybe that's why we're not friends anymore. <laughs> about, <laughs> and I wasn't forceful. Oh, because oh, her uncle played on the men's volleyball team, Beamer. And she was like, well, we need to get rid of the football team. And like, there was no pushback at that. Like, people were like, yeah. And I mean, I mean, most of the intellect, I would say most of the, I mean, academic community probably doesn't really care about the football team, probably. And I, I didn't go to UH, so I, I won't, I'm not going to speak for that. But definitely that's the, that's kind of obvious by the way that support that the academic community gets. And that doesn't mean that kids that go to the school there aren't kids that support obviously but there's it's not in in mesh in our school where it's like from the university top to the bottom everybody's like so prideful and they love our football team they love our program that that's their identity that's us three that's the bubble that we put ourselves in with other fans that's not hawaii anymore that hasn't been for a while and that's unfortunate and and it makes me very somber, most of all. I mean, seeing our old stadium makes me sad that that's gone, that that legacy was stripped away from us and just cut away. That he didn't even get a chance to say goodbye. So that's why I'm saying I just, it just feels like this is, it, it's more of apparent to where the state of the program is and how much people really care. Because I, I think people love Hawaii football. I think they really do. And people in Hawaii, local people, for sure. And that's why I'm, I talk about local identity and how important that is to me and us as well, because that was instilled in us by our grandparents. That's a generational thing from the plantation, freaking playing football and basketball and baseball, bringing that sports to a freaking division one field and building that, you know, and then they, who knows, they're going to blow it up, whatever. So anyway, Sean, just talk already. Cause I'm <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this this wouldn't have happened in 2007 because no. people would have been pounding on the gates to get in. And uh, I just think it, what's happened since then, the erosion of, of the fan base, how the football, like in general, has just been kind of pushed to the back burner. You know, I just, it's, it's tough. And this is, this is where we are. Mm-hmm. This is where we are as a program. And yeah, Ige, Ige knows what he's doing. He, he wouldn't yeah. be pushing, you know, <laughs> he wouldn't be pushing if, 
if they push back and yeah. uh, I don't see any pushback from the university they you know they can say no and they just ah oh, shucks yeah yeah exactly so, um we kind of need Matlin to be pounding the, the table in front of a camera on, on the exactly. news on ESPN on you know whatever kind of fighting for his program mm-hmm. um yeah or like even at the press conference I'm, I'm wondering if he's even allowed you know you know when Ige has his press conference and then the media are asking him questions frick matlin should be there asking his own questions like oh no man we do need advocates for the program that are that are going to be vocal that are going to put themselves out there and it cannot just be um you know uh people on twitter or fans at games or me or you or the parents I mean, the parents thing, I'm just, that's, that's a different issue. And I've brought this up from the beginning when I did help the parents to be able to organize as well initially. Um, and I'm proud of saying I did that because they did need the help because they deserve to be in there. And I've been advocating for them because it's, there's not enough of them that there needs to be any kind of request to the governor. Like, just stick them in the freaking stadium. There's people mm-hmm. sneaking in. Yeah, why, we've already talked about this the, on the program. Why do you? Why can you go to the park and watch your kid play softball or basketball, but you, these guys can't do it at, at UH? It's crazy. <sighs> and yeah. I mean, there's space in the suites, and this is coming from another UH fan that, um, who has appeared on this program, who's told me she's not usually very vocal about. Hawaii football. I think we all know what you're talking about, but I didn't ask her, but she has, she had great, she had great ideas. And one of them was that people should drive around and honk their horns around the stadium Mm. when we're on defense. And you know what? That's what we should let, let, let let things happen. Like go out by the less Markami pound on Mm -hmm. pots, like go on the soccer field, like do all of that. I mean, I'm calling for that right now. I'm calling for people to literally just do that. Park there, walk over there. What is EA going to stop everybody? And if it starts a ruckus and the the news are there, that's a good thing. That's a great thing, actually. Um, I mean, it almost sounds fun enough now that I kind of want to. (laughs) But um, I mean, we have the the meanest parent in the nation. So and I mean, that's on the school. Mm -hmm. That's on the school to say hey, well, we couldn't really stop the crowd. They're not doing much. This is not, they're not at the game. But let people be at the softball field or at the freak walking around the outside or maybe, or even just driving through. Like she was saying, have like a, a, you know, let people like just slowly snake through and honk or on defense or, or whatever, just to like, just to make it something like we, that's what I'm saying. Like this is an opportunity too for the school to make it a spectacle that is worthwhile for people to to like no one, no one by default is just gonna care hard enough except us, except mm-hmm. psychopaths like us, psychopaths like me who miss out on going to see the Chiefs who are now one and two, which I had to be reminded. Um, <laughs> but my my season ticket over, I give up my season tickets there. You know, my opening game so I can beat and watch UH get pounded by Oregon State. That's the kind of things that I do. But that's not normal. I'm not a normal human. We're not normal humans. None of us are. And most of the people that are in our circles are not normal. 
Um, that's why people get so offended when I say things. Oh my gosh. Um, but that's the problem when we don't have that many people at the end of the day, we don't have yeah. too many of us. I mean, when I went to Boise, heck yeah, I miss who, I, I'm going to meet like who their best fan is because he wanted to meet me and he still freaking retweets all my stuff. And that's the thing. That's the kind of thing that I've built for our fan base that I've helped to build is something when we go on the road that we're going to be. And there's people before me that go on the road for sure, but we've never been together more than so now. And that's from just me saying hi to people and one person. I mean, I didn't even know Fuchsia and Kili till probably 2016. 2017 that's when i finally really got to know them and now everybody wants to talk to us at all the games and all the tailgates um and it's fine with me but that's not what i asked i just want people to come to games i didn't ask to get clout like i don't operate like that i mean i like money at wayne dash coito on venmo people are so worried about <laughs> you can find like i pay for this program out of my pocket everything i've done is 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 out of I, I say pocket but i mean like credit card um by that and um you know that's just because that's what i want to do i don't care like my philosophy in life is not like a normal human being like it's kind of more twisted um but uh football is very fortunate to have someone like me who is so fixated on it that i obsess over it and i'm able to use my own personal talents to help the program but at the same time, not take any compensation because I'm a fan. And that's all I do is spend on the program like we do. Um, but the problem is we're not, first of all, prioritized. And by we, I don't mean us individually, which we aren't. So I mean by that as well. But we as a, as the everyday fan is not prioritized anymore and hasn't been because why? Um, we can't afford the big suites and we can't afford all you know to donate heavy which is hilarious because most of these people are donating like on behalf of corporations and stuff so um that's the other ironic thing about corporations now are, are taking over um you know the everyday and that's like the best seats i mean that's why my seats at sofi which i want to definitely plug at hisportsfans.com you can see the best seats at sofi stadium for the rams games right on the visitors tunnel because I was there to see Tom Brady this last week and Gronk and I'm um, going to see Kyler Murray on Sunday. Unless you want to be there. If you, if you want to be there, you can let me know. Info at HISportsFans.com. Info at HISportsFans.com because you should be there. It's the best seat. It's so fun. I love going to my seat at SoFi. Like, it's so fun. It's renewed. You know, and that's the thing. All of my experiences are getting better outside of UH football. Actually, in UH football, they are. And the thing is, I love going to road games so much that it does feel it, it's so fun. Like um, that's another reason to go with me because I'm, I love what I going to road. I love doing exactly what I'm doing. Like all the stuff I beg my parents to do, I'm just doing it right now because that's what I want to do. And I still get pushed back for it, but that's because people don't get it. And people don't understand like there, you can't quantify the kind of stuff that, you know, the stuff that are my feelings that I have, but it's so fun. I get something. I do get something in my turn. I take that back. I don't get financially in return anything, but I get a lot. I, I, I do get a lot of joy out of what I do, what, what I get to do um, and what I set myself up to do. It's not like I, I'm paying my own bills, but I love being a, an ambassador at the games. I love going to like in New Mexico state. Like, I mean, I got to pet show sheep. Like it was crazy. <laughs> and they were so soft, like so soft. I was like, wow, these sheep are so soft. <laughs> and they were like, 
was like, wait a minute. They compete. They're like, yeah, I was like, you have a class. I was like, whoa. Then like all these horse, you know, like that. And culturally, that's what I want. And this like when I travel to a foreign country, which I went to a five two this summer in Western Europe. It's like that's what I'm seeking, that cultural experience. I'm not seeking anything self anything financially a <clears throat> financial game i should i should definitely be thinking more of that probably for the sustainability of this program um but we need to be thinking really together as as a fan base yes what is our next steps if we do because just throwing money and i don't like fundraising because that doesn't solve problems but action protests do solve problems a lot of problems they don't solve all the problems but they definitely get more attention than you know howard dashevsky or manola morales and bless their hearts for asking the tough questions to Ige. but Ige was like ready for those questions he was practicing that before he got into the room that's why he was like yeah ask me okay over 234 and he started rolling off all the statistics yeah, yeah. and i was like dude was practicing that that's the <clears> best <throat> performance i ever saw him get so Ige is not going to buckle. And he, he probably did that on purpose. He's like, what is the UH football season over? Yeah, November 30th. Let's have it go to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I mean, Sean, what is next for our program? And we're talking about now we, you're, we've blocked access literally physically. We don't have um, uh, pay-per-view as blocked viewership for largely. Um, so, you know, a lot of everyday fans are, are sent away. It's like, what is the future of our program look like? And we can even bring that into the conference realignment talk as well, because that is what's even scarier, because we talked about this before. And um, first of all, I, I, in my opinion, you know, it's always been a fluid situation in the mid-majors because you are just trying to get into the high majors, into a power conference, so you can even start to reap the benefits of better recruits and better talent and then better revenue so that you can start competing for a national championship. So once Boise and once, you know, as long as the big 12 stays a power conference, <clears throat> because this is under the current structure, the NCAA structure before I get too deep in this, but that's what I'm trying to say. Like we could have an NCAA and then whatever, and the NFL junior, we'll just call it that. But you know, that is probably going to be, you know, something more relative, but Hawaii is not going to be an NFL junior. They're probably going to be another one with, you know, Weber state and Idaho. Um, so that's a reality, but um, Colorado state and Boise are Boise and San Diego going to um, big 12. Like, I think that makes sense. I think the big 12 would love to have California and San Diego state is good. I mean, they're really good for a team that always, they're always competitive and a hard place. I mean, San Diego has amazing recruits too. And they have, they have a lot of talent down there, but um, that's why it's crazy that we beat them. And we, I mean, that's why we had such amazing victories there in San Diego when we won by one point in overtime. It was one of the best games of my life. And I'm, I'm I was, and they, now they've torn that stadium down. Um, and that's what I'm talking about. That's the same stadium that we won the holiday bowl in. And 92. So, I mean, like all that history. And that's what, that's why I love going on the road because I'm now it's like, that's the place where I can be a part of UH history. That's the only place. Mm -hmm. um, but Colorado state and air force possibly going to AAC and AAC is a step above. They are trying to stay a step above mountain West. So they're trying to more hurt the mountain West. But I, I mean, for Colorado state and air force, I would love to go play UCF. I would want to go play UCF. I would want to go and play um, 
of Memphis or who else is in that conference? Memphis, like Memphis, yeah, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> um, you know, South Florida or whatever. Like that opens up so much more possibilities, you know, for Colorado and and well and Air Force. So, um, you know, you got to start looking at it from that level, and that's why independent. I don't look at that. I don't like independent at all because I used to, I, I went before like when BYU went, but now it's like, and <clears throat> it's hard when you don't have a conference championship to play for. It's hard. I mean, I just came from a school that plays independent New Mexico state. And they're like, we have trouble filling our schedule. What if we get one team to book us twice? Aha. And one team fell for it. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was so cool going there. Actually. I'm actually excited to go to Las Cruces. You guys have to come back with me next year. Um, El Paso was fun too. I went to that Chihuahua's triple A baseball game, which was also very fun. Yeah. That looked cool. That was so fun, but I don't know where, where are we now, Sean? I mean, and where do you see, um, you know, the program, I guess, in terms of conference alignment. So as far as I'm concerned, Todd Graham gets a total pass on this year. Like, you know, you're not going to give them fans. You're not going to give them a chance. Mm-hmm. I think um, at this point, whoever donated 20 K should be able to call three or four plays. <laughs> That's a good idea, actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, like they're basically saying it doesn't matter. You guys telling UH it doesn't matter. So, so if it doesn't matter, like let's just go all the way. Have fans call the all the plays. Um, you you might as well. Um, as far as the AAC, I I didn't I w- I looked at what they're gonna have left after those teams get called up to the Big Twelve. I don't. I didn't see it making sense for Colorado State and Air Force, to be honest. And uh, I'm glad they're staying. I'm glad Boise State and San Diego State are staying. I think eventually, they those two are going to get called up to the Big Twelve. Mm-hmm. I think BYU is going to advocate for Boise State. <clears throat> um, and I I don't know what that means for UH in the long term. I don't know if that means we dip down into Texas to try to keep the Mountain West going? Does that mean that UH becomes a full-fledged member of the Mountain West for all sports? So, I mean, I don't know. It's Hawaii is not in a really great position to for negotiating. So <laughs> we, exactly. we, got, we got beaten over the head the last time the musical chairs happened. And we're still paying. We're still still paying with the subsidies. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a it's a tough deal. It's a tough deal. And but I, I'm glad the Mountain West is going to stay. You know, they keep saying that they're trying to be proactive, and I keep waiting for Craig Thompson to do something. That's one of the biggest complaints, you know, on Twitter. Well, that was something that was brought up by the. Um source that was sourced in Stephen size was a Stephen size article or not Stephen size article Stephen size had quote had shared on Twitter an article that's that sourced someone close to the situation that said that Craig Thompson's um, not his lack of leadership was a, a cited reason but it sounds mm-hmm. familiar right I mean it's like Carl Benson had problems um and it's honestly and this is 
guys, these are great jobs that these guys don't want to lose. That's why they're in these jobs. <clears throat> like, it's not about growing it for fans. Like, we need to get away from that. Like, that's not a thing. It's not like a, that's not a, that's not like Craig, a. But Craig a, Thompson was the poacher of the whack, you know, and he'd run circles yeah. around the whack with the whole, the BYU thing and the San Diego State. Well, what thing do you think and, AAC is doing? What do you think the AAC is doing? That's what I'm saying. Well, that's why at the mid major level, it's about this who's a little bit better. AAC is better than the Mountain West. That's they're better, Sean. They have UCF, first of all. Yeah, they have a um, little better contract, but like we'll see that we, our contract will be up. Before Colorado there. State has a big that Colorado State has the highest has the has the most money of any of the Mountain West schools, first of all. Right. So they don't mind the traveling doesn't not a big deal. It's just, like I'm saying, we have to look at it as a minor league. And first of all, we should we need to elevate the importance of a conference championship, anyways. Sorry, mm-hmm. Shane. Saying what do you have on your mind? Shane? No, no, I'm listening to all you guys, man, because <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> It's just the way everything went downhill from that BYU uh, Hawaii Bowl. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just, yeah. it's so, it's draining me already. You know, like how I always tell you guys, I bleed green so much, I need transfusion. But that's <laughs> the way it's just been. It's just, ah, from losing a law stadium to yeah. no more fans in the games to conference realignment to it's just oh it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse and it's hard to it's hard to build momentum for this program when we don't have the support from our freaking state leaders it's like like you guys said it's like he they don't give a shit man well pardon my language but they don't they don't they don't care man it's like geez so like my wife says, oh, you're always so negative. Why don't you, you need to do something about it. Write a letter. I was like, wait, he can go read my letter. He didn't even care about the, the House Senate letter. He ain't going to care about my letter. Yeah. It's like, ah. Well, so when the House Senate wrote, it's the House, the Senate, or the Senate wrote, well, the, the Scott Psyche wrote the letter. Oh, yeah. Psyche is not. Like, he was like, probably like, guys, come over here. Look who wrote this letter. <laughs> yeah, cool. <laughs> He's like, ooh, ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> lucky like, we live Hawaii does not apply to UH sports. But this situation you know? is showing how because I don't know if there's it's just like Ige is are people like I'm surprised that more people aren't using it as an opportunity to um or by people I mean politicians like um specifically like Tupola or something. I don't know. Oh, she, pe- yeah. you know opponents, people that way at right. least get yeah. political, but not not that they would, but they I mean Ige wouldn't listen to them. But it, I think Ige wants people to challenge him right now too. He's like, who's gonna step up right now and try me? Because he's like ready. He's got his spin going. Like he I mean that's one thing too. It's important enough that he has to prepare. So I give us credit for at least putting heat on him. But I mean I think the only thing would be like if people were storming, if people, if there was such an issue, like, and that's the thing, if we had a lot of people that were, you know, how if it was Red Raider country or something, mm-hmm. those people would be like, what? And it could happen. Who knows? Um, but, you know, they're still going to be outside trying to get as close as possible. No one's going to just stay at home. You know, people are going to try. So, and I'm not saying like go and, 
you know, go be aggressive, go be um, insurrectionist, a la we, what we know, what we know already, who we're talking about. But you have to at least, you know, be like curious, like get us close or whatever. I'm trying to see whatever. Mm. But if it's a lot of people, I mean, there are people that have gotten in already. So UH has let people in. You know, they're not haven't been vigilant enough because people have been getting in that are not authorized properly. So that's another reason why parents should just be allowed in. And that's why I told the parents to go and they should be allowed in. And there's there's ways to get them in. They can go in a suite, which they built and they're so proud of. Um, and they or they could go into a coach's office. But you need to accommodate them. The, the, what, the people, was, people just walked in. There's no security. No, I think there. I think it's easy to get. I don't think it's that hard to get. But I mean, I've seen that there are people that are in there. I've gotten pictures. So, I mean, I think that it's also, and I mean, it's not like it's not like old triple C. Yeah, it's not like I mean, and that's the thing. I and I honestly, I told him, I think it's awesome that he did. <laughs> it's great because that's how much he cares about the program. That's literally what it means why he did that because he really wants to see the game. He's not I mean, getting paid. I, You're lucky to have hardcore fans is at the end well, of the day. Maybe I should try. Cancel. Yeah, no one will notice you at all, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that would No, work. you just got to like, put like um, Poi Head or something. Put a different, be like um, mm. Ulu Head. Sweet yeah, potato I would, head. Yeah, I probably I wouldn't probably wear my Lala head, but <laughs> just like sitting in the stand by myself, everybody like, oh, who's that loud guy? Just like one guy sitting, oh, who's that loud? Guy? Handsome. That's handsome. Chief's thing. Sitting in the section by himself. That's Chief. <laughs> just go. I mean, I I I mean, I think the student like if the students cared enough, mm. they would try and at least go to like the like the softball stadium like. I mean, nobody cares enough to even make noise outside of the stadium. Mm, you gotta, right. you gotta want that cowbell. You gotta want that cowbell. Actually, I wanted to buy one so bad. I was staring out on the table, but I was like, eh. and then, oh my gosh. Then there are some dramatics, you know, and I'm not going to go into two specifics, but parents haven't been happy. They're not happy, not getting it. That's another reason because, and I told them, well, they could be let in, but it's built. It's frustrating. And there were some confrontations uh, between a parent and a fan at New Mexico State. New Mexico State, mm -hmm. they put us, they put the band right behind the our team, and then they put the student section, which was filled. Their student section was shoulder to shoulder, um, next to uh, right behind the team as well, and then they put the parents next to that and our fans. Um, novel. So it was hilarious, but I mean, like they were the the most like nobody, everybody was like, "Don't kill us too bad." Like everybody said that going into the game, like. Their fans were like, don't, don't destroy us. And they were just like, why? That's why it's funny, like, that there was any kind of confrontation because their fans really weren't mean at all. Like, they were like, oh, my gosh, please don't kill us by that much. Like, it's been <laughs> so hard to come to these games. And they have nothing to play for, too. They're independent. And right. it was we were the homecoming. So, I mean, that was at least kind of semi-exciting for them, you know, because they had something special to um, – you know, celebrate, which was ag days as they called it. And it was, it was pretty cool. Actually. I actually like really enjoy, you know, these little towns and all the, all the crazy, you know, stuff that they do there. And there are people that were from Hawaii that I met at the tailgate. One lady had lived in Las Cruces for 40 years in Las Cruces. Oh. She's like, Oh yeah. I from Evo beach. I was like, Oh, you from Evo beach. And she was like, 
I was like, how long are you living up here for Las Cruces? He's like, oh, 40 years. I was like, what? I was like, wait a minute, 40 years? I was like, lady, that's a long time to be in this this place. Like, how you left Hawaii and came here? Like, that's crazy. Like, it's shocking. But, you know, you can, and, and it's not a bad place at all, but it's not Hawaii. It's lucky you definitely live Hawaii. That's for sure. Yes. Hawaii is the best place in the world. And I've been to so many places and I love every other place that I go to for sure. But Hawaii is the number one place in the world for mm -hmm. sure. Absolutely. And I wish that uh, in, our, in, our, in our state that we'd like at the Hawaii football team, because football in general is still growing. Everyone loves the NFL. Everyone loves high school football. And I talked about this on the, the Beware of Bulldogs podcast. I was on the Fresno State podcast. And they made me cry because they want to talk about cold. I was like, no, <laughs> that's another part of me, the trauma yeah. that I'm still trying to resolve. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I sure. But I mean, that's something that's else is that's hard is because we haven't properly been able to mourn him in, in, in a way. And, and that's why I wanted the, the, the school should retire 15 right away so that we can, you know, already have closure with that, at least. You don't have to have, I mean, if they were planning on doing it, there, October 23rd, they were supposed to be. Yeah, that was going to be not. the next home game, right? But even if there's no home game, I don't think there's going to have, I don't think they're doing a ceremony. That's what I've heard. Yeah, I, I think the, the family canceled their so, plans to come out here. I mean, still, Colts should be, should, should have happened right away. Mm -hmm. Like, that should be the first thing. 15 on the field. I mean, I'm glad it's on the helmets, but it should be on the field. There should be a huge 15, and he is our treasure. Mm. He is our icon. He is our legend. He is, he is number one. He is, he is the best. And I know everybody, every generation would be like, well, we had this guy, we had this guy, but we reached the summit with him or the highest that we've ever gone in terms of, in terms of, you know, obviously modern day. And like I said, every, every generation had its legend, but I think when in the digital era, at least it's important, it was much harder for, a mid-major team to be able to crack. And that's why this changing landscape might not be so bad. We should talk about that a little bit, but, you know, Colt got us there. Um, but we also won Heisman, WAC championships, huh? Oh, Heisman Trophy finalist. Yeah, Heisman Trophy finalist. Yeah. He but, was in New York. And it's know, the little things, too. Like I tell my wife, when, when we watch, um, I watch the old... Uh, the 2000 games, 2007 games, like on YouTube and stuff. Yeah. And every time you, you know how you see the number 14 next to Hawaii, you know, the score, like yeah. how we're ranked. It's like, yeah, yeah. You know how proud oh, yeah. it made Oh, yeah. Oh, it was like I know. such yeah. an awesome feeling. Well, we had that 10 when we went into yes. the Sugar Bowl. We were <laughs> yes. 10th. And I was like, yeah. my mind was, I remember seeing that graphic on Fox. And I was like, my mind is blown. I was like, <laughs> the 10th best team in the whole country i, I was like no way no way <laughs> yeah and exactly yeah and that's it was we no were. way <laughs> and unfortunately we probably weren't supposed to be that high yeah. but still we ended with what did we end 20 in the 20s 23rd or something what was our final rank yeah we, i think it was like 20 22 but we still ended nationally ranked we still mm -hmm. ended nationally ranked yeah. um and you know what? Every other team got blown out. I don't want to dwell on that one, but all the other BCS games were blowouts too and by other BCS teams. So it's not like ours was, but people remember ours because, you know, Boise, because of teams like Boise who over overachieved. And that's the problem. That, that's, that, that's a problem for us. And that's a good thing for them is that they are ready. They're ready to springboard into the next. They're definitely power five ready. It's just Boise State overcoming that, being Boise when people think about Idaho. That's their biggest thing that they have to worry about. And we're Hawaii. 
We people love Hawaii. That's the thing. Like our calling card is already something that people love. I mean, it's like you have to start there. People are like, where are you from, Boise? Oh, and Boise is a really fun place. I've been there a few times to watch UH lose. And I cried probably both times. Well, definitely at the Mountain West Championship. I really believed that we could go in there and win. And it was sad to me. But what was scarier to me was seeing Boise's stadium not full at all, not even close, maybe like 65%. Um, 70%. And that's because, and what uh, Boise fans were telling me, which I believe is that they've prioritized their rich donors and they under prioritize their everyday fan. And that's, that's a common thing. I'm not, we're not picking on Boise or UH, but they both are doing it. And, but Boise is successful. So that's a little bit different. And don't believe me, New Mexico State still had their donors. I, I was trying to break my way into there. I was like trying to butter up to the security guard. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> oh, a Hawaii parent is trying to fight with a fan. I was like, oh, my gosh. I look down and I see and like, oh, gosh. Let's just say it was someone's dad. Ooh. Well, did it get back. bad? Like cops <laughs> came in? And no, I mean, they were nice about it. Like they chill there. They just told him to leave. Like they were pushing him away. But he, he pushed the kid like nearly oh. over the railing onto the field. It wasn't like very long, <laughs> but there was a lot of general. And then up after the game, the parents were upset and, you know, they deserve to be upset, but it sucked that we won the game and they're upset. <laughs> but, you know, that's, that's how frustrating it is when you can't get into the stadium. And when you're the parent, because yes, as fans, we want to get in, but as parents, it should just get in. Like, yeah. why are we even talking? Just show up to the game. That's why I was like, oh. just show up and be like, let me in. That's my kid. I'll stand in that corner over there. What are you going to be like? No. Governor Ige is going to come down. And he's going to bring his Gestapo yeah. with him, and they will send you to the camp. No. That's not what's going to happen. This is going to be used against <laughs> us in recruiting. You don't want to go there. You, your parents can't even oh, watch you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you think yeah, the, oh, yeah. those, parents are, those parents are definitely going to be like, not recommend, you know? But, you know, there are parents that, you know – <laughs> That's a thing. It's all about the state of your program, how it's trending. And then like, you know, coach Graham definitely has to win hard. He has to win a lot. He already probably lost more games than he's allowed to, but he's allowed to do it because he hasn't been given really a, a good start anyways, but um, no fans and the pandemic, but it's hard because he does need to grow. He does need to win now for sure. I mean, but there's hardly that's that's just one part of it. We need to grow fans, and that's nobody's gonna want. Why, who's gonna want to be a fan now? We're well, not talking about who wants to come to school. Isn't that sad that nobody's gonna get to see Calvin Turner? Yeah, Jr. I saw that tweet. Like uh, on Island, true. like true. Watch, watch that guy play here in Hawaii. Like that's it. Just bums yeah. me out. Yeah, that, that guy sucks. I watched him three times live, but if you guys came with me to the Mexico Bowl, yeah, yeah. So, I mean that's the thing. Oh, you don't watch this team, you better go with Wayne. You have to. Right, you that, say that again, so I can get a clean cut of that. Oh, if go you want to watch this team live, you gotta go. Yeah, travel with Wayne. Hawaii sports fans get it. Yeah, that's what. Uh, and then see, and the funny thing too is because my wifey. She's always she wants to move to the mainland. She she wants to get off of this rock. There's so much more opportunities out in the mainland. But for me, I never wanted to leave because, of course, my mom, my family, my friends here. But another big reason I didn't want to leave, it sounds silly, was because UH football. 
Yeah. But now no, no, at this point, sure. I yeah. would rather yeah. move to the mainland because I'm going to get to see more games. I'm going to oh, go yeah. to every road game. You can go to like, every road game. Yeah. 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 That's why I wanted to ask Fuchs. I'm like, Fuchs, uh, was it really worth moving back home? Because <laughs> now you, you, you don't go to the road games and you cannot go to the home games. Like, yeah. Oh, I'm going to ask that Jimmy too. Do you, do you regret moving back? <laughs> yeah. Move back for this and then you can't even watch. <laughs> But I mean, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, she she wanted to move home. I think being at home is the best, but I, yeah, I know yeah. it's hard. That's why for me, I, I'm home enough, obviously. Like I'm home. I, I'm a part time resident, uh, obviously, both places of California and Hawaii. I was licensed for both, you know, so it's like mm-hmm. I, I, you know, pay taxes in both. But, um, you know, I that that's kind of my excuse as well to be able to still be Hawaii and have my LA residency, California residency. But it is important, you know, and it it is important to be able to to feel like you are can get away and escape. And definitely, be on the mainland offers so many more opportunities. I mean, in terms of just flying, you could go to every. Really, if you when they announce the schedule, you could basically jump on like budget airlines to every place mm-hmm. UH plays for, for like, you know, 50 to a hundred dollars one way, mm-hmm. probably less. And that's like a train ride, you know, it's like mm-hmm. not, it's not, a, and you could just book it all and just be like, I'm going to every UH road game. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. not that expensive. Like I do spend a, a lot of money on going to UH games for sure. But it's overall, it's like, you're not, I don't know why more people don't honestly, like, I, I don't know why so many people that, can afford it let's be honest there are people that have a lot of disposable income um it's so fun like for me it's just so fun i, I like I, I enjoy it but um it is a sacrifice i i do it because uh is what led me to all of this i my lifestyle it's probably a chiefs fan first i remember being a chiefs fan before i really got into uh football but it's because i wasn't i wasn't or i was still looking trying to understand football and um, I understood my shirt and I want to be a chiefs and I saw on TV, but then like going to games <laughs> and I started realizing that the games my grandparents were taking me to and how exciting that was, but that that's was what that was. And, um, that's, it's going to games. And that's the thing going to games makes you more of a fan for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go to one game of any team, right. You kind of like want to follow them or see how they do, you know, and, mm-hmm. Um, and that's the thing too. It's like, I'm in, I'm a chiefs fan, but when the Rams came to LA, I was definitely, I was like, for sure. I want to buy a season. T- I, I want to be an NFL season ticket holder. And of course, going to LA, going to all the games, I became a Rams fan, especially when they were like four and 12, the first year that they came to LA and nobody wanted to go there. And I was a fake fan with the New Jersey. And yes, I was, <laughs> but, um, I was going to all the games because I wanted to go to NFL game. Cause I love going to NFL games. That's why I couldn't mm. do on an Island. And I tell people all the time, like, I'm not going to be denied those things that I wanted, but that's hard when you, when you don't have that culture growing up and Hawaii football was that culture. And I don't know, Sean, I mean, I want to say that's, we're not going to be doomsdayers. I don't think the program is, is going to fold completely at all. I'm not even saying it's going to, to drop off that much. I, I, I don't think we're going to need a new stadium. I, I, I really don't think we're going to need to be in a stadium now for sure. I, mean, I was going to ask you how many how many season ticket holders do you think we'll have next year? Oh, I guarantee next year. I won't guarantee it, but I doubt we'll have nine thousand. And I, they said they were going to save seats, but they're going to save a lot of seats because when I when I got the pick, I asked for what's the lowest I could go, and I could basically go low in any section. 
Mm-hmm. Like there was still front row. There was still front row right there where the. So I'm in. I got the uh, the end zone, the Eva end zone where the students are because I want that to be like the rowdiest section, which should be right. like the students. Energy. And then maybe we can get people get jazzed out there, and then that's why I tell people like I encourage. And if you're listening to this, if you want to be a part of our little brigade, then you should get into Eva end zone in the far. I forget what section. I think we're 100. I don't know 101 something. I think 101. It's the one next to. It's the one in the Eva against the railing. So I'm on oh, the aisle. Oh, I'm on the side. Wifey wants to sit on the side. No, no, I get it. No, it's not a good angle at all. I'm not saying we're we're not there (laughs) to really watch the other end zone. We're there to cheer. Um, And I did get a a spicy bit of info from said person who may have gotten to the game that they may even change the Jumbotron location to the other side, which I could see them doing that as well. but um, that would make our side even better because we would have that because they made that side cheaper on purpose by because the you know the big screen was on that side. Mm-hmm. But they should really have they could have multiple big screens. You don't have to have yeah. one big screen. Like, come on now. Um, <laughs> no, but I I think that uh, we could make that fun for our um, possible FCS team that we're gonna have in Hawaii in, mm-hmm. in two years. I mean, half like, joking. I'm joking, but like the WAC is so the WAC is coming into division, right? And New Mexico State is is a part of that. They're a part of the WAC, right? So right now, FBS is about to gain a conference in the WAC, and that's going to have like Dixie State in it, which uh, was Division Two. I've been to that stadium. I covered that team, Dixie State, um, in Utah. So Dixie State is going to become a Division One football team. So they're going to have a lot of Division One teams there. Um, but that'll also be, you know, a, a that'll also be under the guise of the NCAA. So that's, that's my only thing is like, whenever that shifts, whenever the, the SEC is just like, okay, let's get out of here. Like, why are we wasting time? You know? And then I could see the NCAA saying, you're not allowed to play any of those teams. I could see them saying that too, <laughs> you know, to the NCAA teams or something just to keep them from, from, you know, playing those teams. But um, I could see that. That's my thing is like, I, I, I think we'll still have a mountain West, but, I don't or I don't know what it's gonna look like, but could you live without UH football, Sean? No. <laughs> You're gonna kill yourself if the team if the team falls. Oh my yeah, I can't even I don't I don't even want to think about that. Yeah, oh my gosh. Exactly. I would be uh, I it'll, it'll exist in some fashion or form. It you know, or I think we're 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 well on our way to becoming division like a lower division so it's i don't it's know about ever be division i think i think that i think that people like we're never going to go to division two like i hate when people say division two thing because it's like that's not going to happen but could we go down to lower classified division one yes i i would yeah think, yeah yeah we're getting how much does down. the state want is the thing it's the like, prestige well, is definitely off the rose of this bloom <laughs> it's rough the state the legislature appropriates funding right for the school too so they're not going to want to keep doing that anymore. And I'm sure that'll help. But, you know, like I said, the school doesn't want to cut costs. And so, like you know, they need to get more partnerships, private partnerships, probably to keep the school going, but there's not enough fans in the community and certainly not enough in the, you know, the, um, uh, you know, in the, in the greater sports community of the, you know, and the higher echelon um, type CEOs in Hawaii, 
those are the ones that we need to be. And we have all the billionaires in Hawaii too. I mean, can you imagine if, if they were sought out more, if there was like a, a hilarious Facebook ad, like, Hey, Mark Zuckerberg, you know, put money into that. Hey, Mark Zuckerberg, you should become a fan of, you know, like put it in his platform. Like he's gonna, he would recognize that, you know? Um, and that would be a funny thing probably like, and that would also be call him out. Like, Hey, you bought so much land. You could probably build us a stadium on all of that land, but then you would be furnishing <laughs> further tarnishing indigenous land that you probably shouldn't be on right now anyways, but you have stream so the money. games for free on Facebook live. Yeah. Or you say that stream the game. Do you want to you like sponsor a hey, Mark Zuckerberg? You like sponsor. And then you show the Facebook, Facebook stadium at the at Hawaii at Manoa. Um, we'll get a suite for you and your, your wife. Um, your Asian wife, which goes well in Hawaii, you know, with our, <laughs> our, our, our mix as well. Cause most of us are, our products like of that. And, um, you know, uh, he could I use mean, the positive press here. He could, he could, yeah. he could. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not a lot of money and we have people that have jobs that that's their job is to do ideas like that. Um, I mean, for sure, when it came to like, the, and when it comes to state, though, it's hard to get stuff done. Like with the hiking thing, like even in Hawaii, it's like I, I talked to the, we don't monetize things well, too, right? We don't put value in things that there should be. So it's like we should value our hikes more. And, and we're starting to obviously charge tourists way more for certain things, which they should be paying for. Um, but that's that's too late. Like we've already allowed those things to erode. Like Hawaii football is that example to me is like it's been neglected so long. And the people that have been in charge who should be managing the brand have let the fan base erode as well. And it doesn't help when there are media heads in Hawaii saying things like, Oh no, the fan base is the same. It's never, no, it's not like, it's not helpful to say that thing. Um, I mean, they have us have me going to all the games. Like I, 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 I mean like, but it's not important because we're just, we're not rich yet um because you know one day we're going to win the lottery right shane and uh while oh. we're in a we're all gonna just we're just gonna build a stadium ourselves yeah you you're gonna be are you going to the you're going to be unlb game huh that's a stupid question right oh yeah i'll be at every game still on the road oh for sure like the road games i don't i mean yeah i'm not gonna miss a game like it's funny it is a stupid question honestly because it's because <laughs> honestly i'm that stupid like i i keep going like nothing <laughs> stops me you're that guy. I am that yeah. guy. Like I am the I I'm the one that has a screw loose for sure. For you wish. Yeah. Like it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense at all. Like I'm like, this is what I want to do though, right? And I do. And my body, like I let my spirit just, you know, guide me to what I want to do. And it's always UH oriented because I'm most proud about being associated with UH. That's why. Mm-hmm. I'm not from Kansas City. I'm not from Los Angeles. I love being an LAFC fan. Like it's freaking fun. I love being a, I love that team so much. And I'm a part of a true family. But LA doesn't represent me. LA is not me. I wasn't born in LA. We have a song, uh, we sing that says "Yo nací aquí, vamos LAFC." I was born here. Go LA. It's like I wasn't born here. I was my <laughs> my my football spirit was born in the stadium, and I feel very attached to school. But I'm Hawaiian. I'm from Hawaii. I'm proud of to be most when I rep, when I'm there repping my the place that I'm from. Like seeing like a jersey with the place I'm from on it come out of tunnels. Like always been pretty cool to me. And Hawaii football is that is all of that wrapped into one. Like I'm proud of seeing Hawaii athletes, obviously on the mainland. But 
like that they don't their teams are not representative of hawaii mm. so that's why for us it's like we want to see our name up there and it's cool of course everyone's gonna say oh tua's from everyone's gonna know where tua and where marcus is from everybody knows that right but it's still it's like hawaii is is amazing because we have when hawaii is most amazing when our state football team you know is number 10 in the country and in new Orleans and everybody loves us. And our, you know, I remember just walking down <laughs> bourbon street or that other street that, um, that cafe du monde is on. And I was like walking past one of the uh, stores and they had the stickers. Yeah. They had the game after ours was like LSU versus Clemson or something. What was it for the national oh, Ohio state? Right. <clears throat> so they had like LSU. Yeah. It was LSU, Ohio state. And then had mm-hmm. ours. Yeah. Um, you know, us versus Georgia, but, I remember like just seeing our logo next to theirs. Yeah. I was like, wow. Like this is Yeah, like our cool. our logo on those sugar bowl shirts that people are still wearing. <laughs> yeah. So last time they went to UH game, probably that's why. <laughs> I went to the very next game after that too, and that was Tim Tebow Before, in the swamp. Florida. Yeah. So, and we got blown out in that one too. I was like, man, two blowouts in the row in the East Coast, oh. in the South. And now it's not as cold. It was hot. It was so hot. I was with my friend. That was a fun trip. Man, like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm definitely gonna write a book. I, I, I may, may do a documentary, but I have to definitely write down my, my, my reflections. I've realized because, and I'm not saying because I don't know what's gonna happen to the program, but I really don't. And, and there is an era that is closed with the stadium for sure. Like, we have to be, you know, Something has changed with UH, and that's not being addressed at all because it's not a big deal. Like there should be Aloha Stadium tributes way more, and I'm sure those will come, mm-hmm. you know, later on. But that's crazy. We just changed venue, and then we don't even put fans in the next one. Like, where it's just such bad timing for everything, and it's just too bad. It's it's the changing of the guard, but you know, people will change, like you said, Shane, and people will probably, and there are probably other people like us too that you know. UH football is one of the things that keeps them at home because it's something that grounds them too. Cause it, it's the same thing that grounds people in the mainland. When I go to tailgates, people are always like, man, I just love that feeling of being at home or, Oh, real mean the pigeon. And people start talking and they're on the, on the mainland now for a long time. And you're like, Oh, where you live auntie? Like, Oh, real rancho, New Mexico. I was like, Oh, auntie. Like that's it. I was shout out to Kaleo. That's who I'm talking about. His dad is in Mexico state. Uh, grad and his mom was like this like hawaiian hawaiian lady that was up there too and um his dad was a kind he looked like he looked like a new mexico state cowboy rancher and his mom was hawaiian and they live in real rancho new mexico and that's like the kind of that's like kind of awesome that's the couple that that was sitting down right because uh, the, uh, their son was the one that was wearing the brennan jersey yes 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 so they were on my show yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. They're on yeah. my show. Um, so that was fun. But I'm saying, like, that's the kind of experience. And that's what I appreciate about UH football. That's why it's so important to me is because of the cultural experience. And it's the blending of everything that I love. I love being from Hawaii. I love football. I love this team. And I love traveling. So it's like everything I get when I step into a stadium, I'm like, oh, I'm here. Like every <laughs> single time. I've never once been unhappy in a stadium. I'm always freaking happy. And um, it's I hate when people try and kill my vibe because a lot of people are doing that, which is messed up because I do everything for that feeling. That's I don't, everything I do is for that feeling when I get to go into like the stadium and when I get to mm. just like go down the steps and cheer. And, you know, Fuchsia has been there walking in with me and Kelly and all of us that 
you know, we walked in like being like with a flag or people looking at you and um, you don't know if people are going to be, you know, not, you know, mean or nice. Oregon State, they're kind of mean, actually. Some people, they weren't like super mean, but some people are kind of making, uh, but Wyoming, I'm not too excited to go back there. And then Colorado State, and uh, I don't want to go back. When we go. I'm glad they're leaving. They're, they're horrible, obviously, with my situation the last time, um, uh, which I would say uh, it was not, it was, I'm not even going to talk about it because it, it bothers me so much. I'll talk about it another time. But no, I mean, like, that's the road. It's, it's crazy. And we go to a lot of places that are very uh, red, if you know what I mean. Mm. So um, when you do that, you run into some intercultural exchange that could go many ways. And for, you know, uh, ignorant people, and that's usually, that's not a lot of them. It's usually a small minority of people in, in most places. But when nobody, nobody says that, nobody calls them on it. That's why people act that way. And that's what you need to do a better job of. But <laughs> Uh, Fresno State is this week. I free. Oh my gosh! Man. Sorry, Shane. What are you looking forward to for the game, Shane? Will you talk about that? Don't be sorry. What, you, what, what was your? What was your? Um, what was your um, uh, prediction again? I'll go look it up real quick. Oh, please! I forgot. I'll go look it up. I'll go. You guys had up. Fresno State winning, and I had the. I had UH no. Winning. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't have Fresno. You winning. did it. Oh I no! Thought, okay. No no! I didn't have Fresno winning. No. Um, okay. you had Fresno winning. I had no, yeah, I had no, I had UH winning. No, you, oh yeah, you have UH winning. We have Fresno winning. Sorry, we have Fresno. Winning. We have Fresno. You're right. Sorry, sorry. So me and Shane, I said thirty to twenty eight loss, and I talked about this on the on the the Bulldog podcast as well. Shane said twenty three to seventeen, which I could see more, and then you said, well, we would win thirty to twenty one, which we hope is the final score. Oh. Um, but I mean, looking at Fresno right now. I, I mean, I'm going to stick to my prediction that we're, they're probably going to win, but I, I hope that the, the point spread is still 10. I hope that we yeah. can keep it within that. But what do you think, Shane? Uh, I don't know, man. I, even with the, the two wins we've had, I wasn't really like, it was the win is a win kind of, you know what I mean? Right. I wasn't like super impressed even with those two wins, but. Uh, we, we, we need this one bad. Man. We really need this game bad. Yeah. Um, but Fresno is, is really on a, a, a really good momentum right now. So we just can't get down early. You know how yep. we always start mm-hmm. so slow every game? We cannot do that. We have to figure out a way to get out of the gates fast and just keep the foot on the pedal and just keep attacking, man. So we got to figure it out. And with no fans, it's just, I mean, it's just our hands are even more tied. But, yeah, we'll see. Anything can happen. But we, we got to play a perfect game. Coaching staff, too, they need to come up with a creative game plan. Man. They got to. They know what we're up against. We beat them last year. You guys can figure out something. But I don't know. We'll see. We, we seem to only beat them on the road, though. I mean, I don't think we've yeah. beaten them in Honolulu and since, like, yeah. 2007. That's, I just think that's crazy. Yeah, and I'm going to jump the fence. I'm going to 
I'll pick the Bulldogs. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Like, I want to. I want to pick UH. But I just, my heart says UH. My head says there's no way. No, I mean no we way. have to stick to our original predictions, but no, uh, I do. That's I do only not. because I'm we need you to fence. even out the score a little bit. You've been a little too right, dude. <laughs> Thirty-one twenty Bulldogs. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, you can hate me, but just don't hate me as much. But the as thing, and I told the Bulldog, this is what I said on the Bulldog podcast more. It's just like, because they asked about the passing attack, how we would stop them. But I thought we did well. It's in San Jose, and we proved that we can play man out there. We proved that we have our DBs can be trusted. Um, and, you know, I mean, Fresno has crazy receivers, too. Watching them play against UCLA, just that last, yeah. just that last part. And I posted that YouTube video on the Hawaii sports fans. I mean, that was Wow, like Fresno is a legit team for sure. Like Fresno versus BYU would be uh, a real monster game, and uh, there's a lot of great, you know, mid-major teams. Um, but I think that would be impressive to see how, uh, you know, what UH does because Fresno can score really fast. So that's the thing we gotta we gotta control the time, the clock. I thought that Dedrick Parsons, his last name is Parsons. I keep forgetting yeah. his last name. He Derek played pretty well, but you know, New Mexico State wasn't a pushover, but I also felt like we played down to them at obviously at times too. Absolutely. But yeah, it was the, a four point game in the third. Yeah. Yeah. You should have stomped them out. I know the coach was mad. So I was behind the Cameron Lockridge scoop and score, right? So I was talking mm. to somebody. I forgot who I was talking to. Oh, maybe Killy. No, was it Killy? No, I was talking to somebody and then I was like, oh. Oh, incomplete pass. Oh, no. Oh, fumble. Oh, my gosh. I got to record. <laughs> um, and, like, that was cool to see. But the coach was, like, fuming over that play still. And that was hilarious because um, he said a lot of things in his press conference, like, about how, like, we didn't beat them. I mean, and, you know, that's going to be something he needs to keep. Like, literally, the game's not over yet. We have to play them again. So yeah. that's going to be extra motivation. Oh, they're going to come out so hungry. I was talking to a guy after the game and he was like, so confused. He's like, wait, you're not a student. I was like, no. <laughs> Cause I was like, what's your name? He's like, Amari. Like he's walking back to his, I got to look him up. He's walking back to his house. Like, Hey, what's up, man? He's like, wow, you came to the game. I was like, Oh yeah. He's like, you're from Amari. I was like, yeah. And then I was like, gosh, this guy is huge. Like they had some big guys on the team, but so they weren't a pushover team, but um, they were, they definitely, you know, are going to want to win more. Cause now they, they felt like, how close they got mm. so it'll be interesting i'm we haven't I'm kinda, lost to them right no we've never lost them ever yeah <laughs> and that's another thing so i'm sure like the coach kind of inspired them by being like hey they're not as good as us. like they're this they're they didn't out talent us they're not a better team we just let them beat us you know we didn't play up to our potential so i could see that happening for you know fresno but uh or for yeah the next game um people you know if they don't they don't take if hawaii doesn't listen to you know the the noise and i don't think they are it's funny without having fans in the stands we're so disconnected from them that you know there's not much noise for them to hear period uh, <laughs> on so many levels when when are you coming back maybe that day you come back we'll go try chancel i know we need to I know yeah. we do. I, if I could come back tomorrow, 
I would, but because it's Friday. <laughs> but I got to get this out in time so people can listen to this before yeah, 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 yeah. the game. But no, I, I hope that, uh, you know, if people, I, I would say go and try like the, the, the freaking, I agree with uh, somebody tweeted it out. I was waiting. I think people need to be loud and be out there. Yeah. Everyone. And it sucks because there should be advocates within the program. Like the program should yeah. just be, if they really were, um really being you know whatever first of all they should let the parents in and let them sit in and let mm-hmm. let Ige say something let them let him literally let him check their vaccine be like we did everything we're gonna let yeah, them but in don't there. don't announce the yeah. day that you're coming back because once they hear oh when kaito's coming out they're gonna hire extra security <laughs> every gate gonna be blocked they're gonna True. Be, hey, okay. let this guy in i know i know <laughs> i know oh no now no, no, yeah, okay, one game, one for sure, one game. We're gonna okay. have to, we're gonna have to chance them and just be like, you know what, we're gonna just get us close and see what happens and march, yeah, do our yeah. march. We're gonna do every game with our <laughs> Hawaii Sports Fans Club. Do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. March into the game like we're gonna do next year. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think it's gonna be exciting. Well, we can be like the band. We can just say we're practicing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, Shane already get the uniform already. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was hilarious, your band photo, Shane. That was the best. You have to go check out Shane's band photo on his Instagram. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, I think uh, Fresno can be beaten. Like I said, mm-hmm. I think we played good defense against San Jose. Uh, UNLV showed that if you ran you ran like a bunch of screens or if you had a solid mm-hmm. run game which is one thing uh, that's a big weakness of a lot of the team we watch utah state anybody watch the utah state byu today um utah state's a pretty good team but byu is byu is a better team and they won but utah state's not a bad team i mean this is a you know tough whack i mean i'm gonna go there yeah. to logan you guys gotta come with me logan and we can have halloween in salt lake city oh. um that'd be fun uh but that's what's going to be this year. Um, but, you know, that's going to be a hard team for Hawaii, too, uh, in Logan. Um, but that's that's something that Logan isn't good at, or Utah State, is that they were terrible at the rush. Um, and that's funny. It's just kind of – and that's why in Hawaii we need to have a much stronger offense. And if we did, I'd be much conf- more confident that we would be mm-hmm. in Fresno. But I think our defense alone – can can do some things and i'm i've been proud like they're getting better and i i, I think every year we see the defense slowly mold because that's definitely chemistry and you gotta you know you don't have the ball you have to be aware of the ball but nobody has the ball so you have to um be really a strong unit and they're starting to gain a lot of chemistry together so that'll be you know that'll be interesting but fresno is tough i mean the receivers are tough and they're all like pretty big quarterbacks and, great and their quarterback is like yeah, number one two in the country passing so and it seems like every time we play another quarterback, that's number one. That's the thing. That's the Mountain yeah. West. That's what we think about is throwing the ball for a lot. So we'll see. I mean, what do you think about uh, uh, Coach? Um, what do you think about uh, our, our out? You know, because Bo, you're kind of you didn't know about last time, Shane. Uh, but not you know. What after New Mexico State? Did you see any improvement in his his um, play calling? Uh. <laughs> I don't, not really. Any plays I mean, that can, any specific can, plays stick out? How to can you? you you your first play of the game you hit Martin on a seventy-four <coughs> yard touchdown pass, and then the rest of the game you no more. It's like what? Yeah. Dial it up. 
Yeah. And it's exactly the same as, because Sean can relate, but we're both Seahawks fans. It's the same thing. Like, freaking the offense is doing so good. And all of a sudden, you guys suck. Like, what the <laughs> hell's happening here? Man? Like, it's so frustrating. So, but um, uh, June Jones was on Artie Wilson's show today. And I guess June had a point. He said, you know, Bo is still, this is his first year. He's like a rookie. So hopefully he can continue to grow mm-hmm. and learn more mm-hmm. and you, know, you got to give him a chance. But at the same time, like, Whoa. and that's the thing. No. And his coach is right. It's just that at Hawaii, we didn't think that we were the program that was still giving chances to people to, you know, <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, break yeah, in, right. you know, especially yeah. when this is a year where we expect coach to build even more, yeah. we're to keep growing and, um, you know, and that's, a, it's hard. I mean, obviously all the other coaches have, you know, and by all the other, I mean, this predecessors have always taken a step back in year two, but, um, we wanted the offense at least to be more consistent. Uh, what about you, Sean? Any takeaways from New Mexico, Sean? Um, like, you know, I'm just happy we won. I, I love the first play. But <laughs> it, I wasn't by, I, oh, the God. defensive touchdown was nice, but like, the, yeah, I wasn't really impressed by the what they did. I, I felt like they should have stomped them out, and they didn't. So I, I'm just I'm happy they won. I'll I'll take it. It's fine. Yeah, I mean it's good to win. Um, it doesn't feel that great when it's a team like that, and that's another thing too. Is yeah. like when you when you play teams like that, it's like <laughs> it's, we would have crushed their soul before ten years ago. Yeah, yeah. and they were in the game in the third quarter. So it's just, that's, that's where we're at. But so. it's also like a win. It's an exhibition game for them. And it feels like one to us too, because that's what it is. So it's like none of our wins. And that's why I stress this in the bulldog podcast, our only game that I think we should focus on anyways, is San Jose. Like, and I thought we had a lot of good out of that game. And San Jose is a defending champ. Uh, did they play this past week? Did you guys see San Jose. Well, that last they lost to Western Michigan. The last. Game, oh, they right? did. Okay. Yeah, after wow. they played us, then they lost to Western Michigan. All right. Well, I mean, well, that we'll see what. They, that yeah, means. they weren't that high in Josh Pacheco's Mountain West Power Rankings. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think oh, there were six. I think you were eight. Oh oh oh. oh. Yeah. Um. <laughs> There was a guy that posted on, and bless his heart, I think he follows me back, but, or follows Hawaii Sports, about the West, the conference talk or something about making a power, um, Western power, Mountain West, East thing. And like, the thing is like, the thing is, it's kind of what the AAC is doing already, really, is what they're doing. Because, and that's what I wanted to get at before, is that we have to make the conference be what the goal is anyway. So even if we were FCS and we were in a strong, if the mountain West got demoted, we just took the best mid majors or the mountain West got demoted or something. I mean, actually that would, we could win a national championship, which wouldn't be a bad thing. You know, that'd be cool to win a national championship. But you know, we, our fan base is going to be small anyways. Like we're not going to be able to get into new standards. There's nothing that's going to get us to 35. I just don't. I mean, I think we're far from 35. And I'm saying, like, I don't even think we're going to be able to develop a worthy season like the a lot of the BCS, like akin to that. Unless, I mean, even going, it's going to be hard, you know, just even harder than it was in 2007. So um, just waiting for that to happen to bring people back is not going to happen. But, you know, I'm, I'm hopefully 
it's more of the NCAA. What, where, where, where does the NCAA go from here? You know, it's like, are they going to fold? Are the SEC, are they going to conspire with, you know, the ACC and the Big Ten to, and Big 12? <clears throat> or are they going to, um, you know, just try and stay within the NCAA's purview? Because the NCAA definitely is going to want to keep them around too. You know, they want to keep, um, you know, as they want to keep, uh, those schools within the NCAA because they have all the Olympic sports too, like, you know, um, gymnastics and everything else, right? They have ever, all the other small sports. So the NCAA wants to still, they're, they're going to have to figure out a way to make it work for sure. But even in the current structure, do we like the current structure? It's like maybe what the Mountain West, a weaker Mountain West is better. We can win the Mountain West or we should, right? In theory. Mm-hmm. I mean, we said that about the Big West, but one basketball title. So yeah. with another guy's dudes. Yeah. <laughs> but Yankovic, he was recognized as one of the alumni of the week to remember or something in the Facebook posts. Janks. <laughs> he was really good though. He was definitely yeah. a stud. For men's basketball, I mean he's up there with definitely with Savo and and Carl English. Hey, and, and Trevor Ruffin and AC. I can't, I'm sorry, AC, for not even saying your name earlier. But um, I mean, that's the thing about UH sports is that it's so ingrained in all of us, too, is that, that and that's why we do things like this. That's why we have shows like this. That's why we spend time doing this. Why I, I spend my money and time having to add things, having to put it on to web hosting mm-hmm. because it's something that I I enjoy doing. It's fun to me. It's being what I do as a kid, but I, well, you know, is, the technology was never. <laughs> isn't it going to be even more grim for the arena sports looking, spinning this forward? Yeah. You know, if, if they can't even have mass vaccinated people in an outdoors football yeah. stadium, what, what do you think is going to be like inside the stand? Sure. Yeah. They're not going to do nothing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It looks like a pretty crappy fall, guys. <laughs> no, I, I just got to come to the main. See, the thing is, when you're on the mainland, so Shane, you guys, you got to figure out a way to maybe, you know, we have to, maybe you just got to um, join me at Hawaii Sports Fans and we create the Hawaii Sports Fans <laughs> LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and you yeah. can live here and um, then you can go home when you need to. Yeah, um, I think that's what well wife loves to hear that. <laughs> yeah, that's cheesing. <laughs> but I mean, like, you know, Hawaii Hawaii sport Hawaii play that's a, that's the best part about the Big West, too, is that literally within mm. LA, they're like is all of the yeah, exactly. All of the schools, you can see at least six schools within exactly. like a two or three hour drive. So yeah. you would basically be a home game every time. I mean, you we would make it a home game for UH for the smaller yeah. sports. Every single time, man, this is sounding fun, actually. Um, yeah, it is. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, it would be like going to Northridge, like when me and um, Brian Koji, shout out Brian, he lives in uh, Seal Beach. He comes to a lot of games with his his wife, but he's been deployed for a long time. Um, but you know, it was fun going with him to Northridge, or packing up and going to Riverside, or you know, going to Irvine, going to obviously Long Beach, Fullerton, and these are places where the some of the fans can get crazy too. So. And it's cool because it's and that's the thing, like just looking at there, if you subscribe to like a lot of the other Big West schools, like their email lists, 
they care more about their fans, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Like their everyday fans, like they have way more fun stuff. I'm like, oh, I would go to that if I like this school that I hate. Mm-hmm. But I would go to that where like and like Long Beach has like a cool looking you know logo and like they have a cool looking beach looking thing. And when they have t-shirts, I'm like, oh, that's kind of a cool shirt. But I hate that school, so no, I would never wear that. But uh, no, I don't hate Long Beach. I have a lot of friends that went there, but I definitely do not enjoy. The interaction with Long Beach fans typically at the Honda Center, which oh, yeah. we'll never have because now we're going to be in uh, Nevada. But even going yeah. to Las Vegas, like that's a drive. Okay. So that's the thing about like, um, you know, the mainland. And I, I hate to say it, that's probably going to be for this year. Um, so definitely Hawaii sports fans. You got to HISportsfans.com. I mean, let me know what kind of trips you want to go on. This is like the stuff I think about all day, like. You know, while um, people are just like, uh, you know, and I'm just like, ah, uh, okay, <laughs> I want to go on a trip and plan one and take people. But, you know, it's the kind of fun that I, I think all, a lot of people don't give to themselves either. You know, like you have to give yourselves, you have to allow yourself the freedom to, um, you know, have fun and, and splurge. Like I tell people with the Super Bowl, like it's definitely splurging, like. You know, it's it's you know my retirement. Like it's that's where that's where my Super Bowl tickets went to, and that's I I mean, and that's all of the money that was in there plus all the you know every, everything else. But that's what it costs to go to see your favorite team in the Super Bowl. You know, and like I'm not gonna justify it. Like I'm definitely crazy, but um, mm. a lot of people else are crazy, but they don't they don't know whether they want to pull the trigger because of the emotional trauma that they could get afterwards in the media. Like, Oh my God, I can't believe I did that. But for me, I was like, Zip! when you get used to it, like, bye-bye. I'm going to see my best team. Yes. Go. Yes. Uh. Um, so I, I'm not, that's terrible financial advice for sure. So don't take that advice, <laughs> but you know, that's what being a football fan is like. So is that, is, is, she, is your dog ready for California? Is that what's barking at you? LA, LA bound. Yeah, <laughs> she's actually cheering for your Kamehameha. Oh, they're what's losing the score? to Puna 14 no. 7 right now. I know. Did, Shout you, out did to you catch any of that St. Louis K? Hold on, I, was I didn't. I heard, yeah, I heard on the radio. Oh, oh, oh. oh, not even heard on the radio. I heard from people at the game. They're like, oh my god, Kamehameha beat St. Louis. Like that day when I woke up in El Paso, big like, win. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that was, that was cool. Good. And for Abu, too, like Abu is, um. I went to yeah. high school. He's a year younger than me, but uh, we were high school at the same time. And he's always a nice guy from high school, you know, till now. I mean, I always thought he carried himself well and playing for UH. His most memorable play. Yeah, he, he <laughs> played for Cal first and he transferred to UH and yeah. played for June Jones. But when he mm-hmm. was sent out on a fake punt in 2002, I think, game, I think it was against Alabama. And then June Jones sent him out on the fake punt, and then he he dropped the ball. He dropped. Right. <laughs> right. And I remember him grabbing his helmet like, ah. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that was a that was crazy. I remember sitting high for. I remember buying my tickets to that game on freaking eBay, and going to someone's house in Milani Malka and being like, oh yeah, I'm the guy that buy that tickets from you on eBay. Like <laughs> that's what kind of market there was for UH football tickets. Can you imagine uh. that? That third party sites where like eBay, um, you could buy them on. <laughs> they had great fans. I remember them. You know, y'all got a good football team out here. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's how they are. That was when they were on probation. Yep. 
Well, I got yeah. to go there and watch UH play in 2006. And yeah. that's fun going to Tuscaloosa. Everybody was super nice there. Um, and, you know, Ooh, we could have won that game. That, yeah, almost yeah. pulled that one out, man. Oh. You know, I got to talk to Colt about that. Go watch my Colt Brandon interview again. I mean, if everybody's listening, Colt Brandon on the Hawaii Sports Fans channel on YouTube, youtube.com slash Hawaii Sports Fans. But um, that Colt Brandon interview will always be something for me, a treasure. I mean, that was a gift that he gave me. And I remember the moment I got off, I remember like feeling so exhilarated, like, wow, that was amazing. Like that was freaking so cool. Like everything a part of me was beamed up and it just deepened my love for him as well as a person and how much I was like, and that's why it's so hard to deal with him, deal with, you know, him being dead now is because there was more to his story and so much that I had seen and that I had expected to come to, I was waiting for it and I was excited and he would have probably been on this with all of us talking with all of us. I mean, there's so many things, so many ways we could have integrated him too. And I know that he would have loved that and he reached out, but that'll always be one of those things. That's why it's just like UH football. It's like, you, you never expect something to go away, but you got to deal with the ramifications. I mean, the ramifications of it. No, I'm not going to say it's another team. <laughs> That's next week, buddy. Oh yeah. my God. So it's funny. And I was talking about that with the Rams game. So like there, there was a Bucks fan behind me and he had a Rams tattoo on his back and he had the Bucks for it, but he lives <laughs> in downtown LA. So this is normal. There's so many trans, it's just transplants here. It's like when I was at the Niners game, there was a big, and he's like, Oh, I'm an Eagles fan, but he was like a huge, the biggest Niner fan. It's like when I'm at a Rams game, I'm like the loudest Rams fan, but I'm a Chiefs fan, but that's normal. But this guy was funny because I was hard to be there and I understood his pain because he couldn't cheer at all. Like you want to cheer for the Rams, but he had his bucks cheer on and he's like, Oh, and he sees his team lose and he left early. And I was like, <laughs> man, that's sad for him. But I was like, don't worry, bro. You beat me in the Super Bowl. I was there. I was there in Tampa and your whole city converged on my car, which I strategically parked three blocks away from the stadium. Yet I couldn't get out for hours uh, and then I had to see these freaking Bucks fans jumping on other cars and celebrating. I was like, get the freak off my car and walking out with the freaking Mahomes jersey on. Everybody freaking yelling at me. Uh, but what a great experience that was, honestly. It was so fun. <laughs> As I mean, I have, I have pretty good stories. It's pretty fun. Everywhere that I went is like, it's a cultural masterpiece in itself. And Tampa is absolutely one of those places that Florida in general is Florida men. Like those Florida men definitely live in Florida. Like you see them all, but Hawaii football, um, obviously <laughs> the topic, but not to, to spin off, but I think the NFL is something that, and other leagues, they've all had to evolve. You have to get the fans some different way. And the NFL is evolving and charging us more and charging pretty soon. I have to start donating plasma or something if I'm not there yet. <laughs> soon but i mean that's what you got to do with all your product you can't just raise the prices on the tickets and you and you shouldn't even expect your team to and like i said this when i go to games i had to stop waiting to just win because it's going to depress me for the weekend i had to stop that i'm sure we've all got to that point as well because there i legit would be so upset on sundays like like so like my day was ruined i mean in unlv when we lost unlv in 2013 mm. um I went back to the hotel and I wouldn't go out with my friends. And they were like, Wayne, you're being oh. ridiculous. And I was, and they were like, we're going out right now. We're in Vegas. And I was like, no, we lost. And my grandma was like, what are you doing? My grandma even was like, are you in bed right now? I was like, grandma, I don't want to be out there right now. I was like, we lost. I hate this place. I hate Vegas. Like usually I want to leave the town too. Like I'm that 
But, you know, now if I go to a place and I don't, and I'm there for the culture experience and more, and that's what UH football provides. And that's why I'm appreciative for UH football as well is because that's what it gives me that experience. But oh, sorry, I'm just now, I think tonight's been a night where we have a lot to reflect on because we don't know how long, you know, I'm, I haven't missed a game since October 31st, 2015. That was the beginning of my run. That's almost six years now. And honestly, it's like, I wouldn't have done anything else. I feel like more now that I, my body naturally and my soul wanted to do this because I don't, I know the future is so uncertain as to, you know, what UH football will look like now, but um, we'll see and we'll be optimistic, but uh, any last words, Sean? Yeah. Shout out to Dara. She's looking for the, she's looking to download this. She, you know, we usually have it out on Thursday. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And in summary, the answer is still no. Ige is not my favorite. Beat the Bulldogs and go Bulls. That's all. Okay. I so, so Dara. Okay. So yeah. she is. A, <laughs> I didn't ask her if I could use her name, but I, I, I did say that she, and Dara also had the ideas about driving around, which I loved. And I was like, we need that. Um, but no, people are getting angry, but we got to get angrier if you want to. And that might take people like go. I mean, flood, literally go to UH and see what happens. Stand outside the gate. Put your hands on the freaking gate. Tell, make them say get off the fence. Like be like that. I like, honestly, that's the only way. What are they going to be like? We're not in the stadium. Yeah, let them stand yeah. out. Be like, let them go outside. What? what you call the police then if they're gathering, you know, I mean, like you got to we got to make a statement. So but Shane, any last words? Shane? Uh, no, just another good night talking to my brothers. Big game tomorrow. Just, just win, baby. That's that's all I'm asked. Just win. Yeah, none of this. Just before I used to say, Oh, just be competitive. Screw that already. I, I need a win. Yes, that's all I'm asked. No. Yeah, no, this would be huge. And we beat them last year. I got to be there. Go watch my vlog from last year if you forgot what happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I remember just watching my vlog again. I'm like, oh, that was a fun that day was hot. too. Yeah. It, was, it was crazy. But I mean, that was fun to be there and to to witness that win too. But we can do this. We can absolutely do this. Um, but thank you all for listening. We're going to get this out tonight. I'm going to stay up and add some little sound and, <laughs> and do what I got to do. But mahalo for joining us and go Bows. Go Bows. Go Bows.